Hi, I'm Melanie Huggard. Welcome to Eavesdropping, a conversation between two life consultants where we talk about the questions that can be scary. These are conversations that spark curiosity, insight, perspective, and breakthrough. This podcast might trigger you, and I actually hope that it does. I hope that it triggers you into growth. Let's dive in. Okay, um, today I want to, it's just me, I'm flying solo, but I wanted to talk a little bit about um, something I'm good at, which is asking questions, and in, I'm good at intuitively asking questions, um, but even though I have some natural talents and skills at that, I also had to exercise and work on questions and being good at asking questions. So. Some of the things that I did were, were reading books about questions, coaching books. There are there are coaching books out there that have questions like pre-written for you. That's amazing. Um, I buy those deck of cards um, to give me a break from having to think of good questions. And I've used those deck of cards to ask some of my interviewees and uh, co-hosts on the podcast some, some deeper questions about them. But... Um, And that's one of the ways, you know, someone today could do that. They didn't have those deck of cards back when I was doing this, but (laughs) they did have books. So you can have these deck of cards by all kinds of people um, that make them. You can just go on and find therapy decks or um, self, self, best talk, I think is the one, best self is the one that I use. And then the and product is the other one that I use. They have ones that are geared toward couples and more specific in their nature. And so anyway, um, that's just some of the ways you can learn about questions. But um, a couple weeks ago, I went to a leadership summit and Vanessa Van Edwards was speaking and she was talking about questions and how there's levels of questions and you can level up your relationships based on the types of questions that you ask. And I was excited because um, I'm... I don't do those questions that are in like the lower level of um, questioning, um, which they talk, she talks about um, like before you even get into good level one relationship questions, there's the the stupid questions we all ask people when we see them because we genuinely care, but we don't know what to say. So we're like, how was your day? It's like, oh, <laughs> it's not the best question to ask, right? Sometimes you get short answers like good. Or when you meet new people and you're, you ask them like, what do you do? And they tell you what they do. Are you married? They tell you. Where do you live? Oh, you know, like those are such boring questions or terrible. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to come on and maybe give some insight and updates as to what I do. And, um, and then from this leadership summit that I, I got, um, where it's like, oh, she confirmed a lot of the things that I already do. I'm like, oh, I already do that. That was so fun. Um, but she also gave me a lot of new things to do. So I wanted to share that too. So um, anyway, you can check out really quickly. Um, you can check out Vanessa Van Edwards at The Science of People. She's written a couple of books and she has trainings on there and you can get her newsletter. She's great. I, I think she's awesome. Um, but yeah, so with questions, like let's just say, um, you know, your kids come home from school or your spouse, and you're like, how was your day? 
ask a more specific question. Like with questions, the better question is a more specific question. Like if that's the, the one key I could give you, that's the key. What is a more specific question that I could ask with the curiosity that I have? So I want to engage. They come home. I want to engage. I want to know how their day went. I want, I want more than just one word answers. I want to be involved and connect over how their day went when they were away from me. I want to, I want to know what happened. I want to be on the, on the inside and um, show them that I care. And so how do I do that? Ask a more specific question. So instead of how was your day, you could ask something like, what was the highlight of your day? What was good about your day? Hey, I know you were going to see so-and-so. How did that go? Um, it's even better when you know something, right? You know they were gonna, something was going to happen. It's really easy to show you care when you have a detail that you held on to that you can bring up later and ask about, right? So like a coworker, um, you know that mom got diagnosed with cancer. And so you ask, how's your mom doing? You know, you're both sitting waiting for the meeting to start. How's your mom doing? Yeah, instead of getting on our phones, guys, right? I It's so fascinating to me um, how different the world is. We don't go anywhere and we don't know how to wait without being on our phone. And And I do it too. I'm not saying I'm not doing this. I do this too. Go and stand in line at the pharmacy. I'm on my phone. Go and sit to wait to be seen at the doctor. I'm on my phone right? Like I'm trying to be aware of those things and not do it as much because it's just mindless, pointless. Why am I doing this? I don't want to do things that are mindless and pointless. But if I want to engage in something on purpose, instead of just sitting there flipping through social media, trying to kill time, like time is something that is working against me and I need to kill it. (laughs) Like I don't know how to manage time or be in a moment being present. Yeah, that's some of my ramblings right now. But anyway, um, having those details and utilizing a moment instead of popping on your phone with a person. Um, So beautiful. I remember uh, I took a picture of it and I snuck a picture of it and I never posted it. I would have blocked the faces, but um, I think I deleted it. But I was sitting in a restaurant and it was a fancy restaurant where the lights are dimmed and you're sitting um, in the foyer and there's seating and benches and stuff. And I'm sitting there with my friends and we're engaging. Nobody's on their phone. And there's a family, a mom, dad, and a kid about six years old. And the mom and dad heads down on their phone while the little kid sits there and looks around. I was so sad for that family not just the little kid, but my children have talked about some of their fun moments with their parents. Um, And we didn't have phones back then. So some of their fun moments with their parents were the moments we were waiting to be seated at a restaurant or the moments that we were waiting in line at the grocery store or the moments, you know, that are boring. And we engage in one another and we get like connected and we use each other to be in the moment instead of being on our phone. I didn't have a phone back then, so I didn't have that problem. I don't even know what that's like with little kids. But I just, it made me so sad. And I hope 
I, I just want to challenge you guys, like, especially those with little kids or when you're going out with your spouse, like you're going out to be with your spouse. Don't be on your phone. Why go out with your spouse? You're going out with your friends. Why would you sit there waiting for a table on your phone? Like engage with your friend. You're, you're waiting to go and you're with your family. Why would you be on your phone? Don't be on your phone. When you, when you are on your deathbed, you're not going to be, like, you're going to regret that. You're not going to be excited about that. Those aren't the things that are going to fuel you. You'd be like, wow, I'm sure I'm glad I, you know, use those moments to be on my phone. That's not what you're going to be excited about. So I'm getting on a little rant here. Maybe that's for somebody. Um, again, no condemnation, but work on it. Give yourself accountability. Tell your spouse. Tell your kids. Try not to be on my phone when we're waiting in line anymore. Show, tell mommy or, hey, babe, tell me, hey, babe, you're, you're on your phone. Just give me one little tap about it and then let me do what I'm going to do. And yeah, I mean, we can do it, guys. We can live better lives, like just more intentional lives. Um, okay. Um, so with these, she has three levels to her questions. There's level one, level two, level three. And um, I wish I took better notes, but on these questions, um, I'll tell you, she gives you five examples in each section. So level one questions is like, what's the highlight of your day? What's your personal passion project? Work, are you working on anything exciting these days? Have any fun plans coming up this weekend? How's your hobby, your family member, your project at this moment? Anything, ask about anything that they were lit up about in the past, the last time you guys spoke. Like bring that thing up. Um, when you bring up something that lights someone up, they're now connecting that good feeling with talking to you. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> you got to stir up something that they enjoy talking about. And they're like, hey, I like talking to that person. It's great. It's beautiful. You're helping people feel good about things in a moment. And um, when I meet people, I don't, I don't do the how, how are like, yeah, what do you do for a living? Um, I'll, I'll typically, if I'm in a, a social engagement, like I'm going to go to a political fundraiser for my friend who's running for city council and um, it's a bunco night. I'm excited to go and I'm excited for her to run too. She's awesome. If you're in Reading, vote Tanessa, Tanessa Audette for city council. <laughs> coming in November. Do it. Anyway, um, uh, we're going to go to that and I won't be asking the questions like I'm meeting people or seeing people I haven't seen in a year or two and say, what are you doing these days? Like, where do you work? Are you married? Right. I'm not gonna be asking those questions and be like, um, oh, what's been fun lately for you? Like what's made you happy and come alive that you've gotten to do lately? Any fun trips? It's been summertime. What have you been filling your time with? Um, or something like, oh, what have you been working on lately that is fueling you? And if they say, oh, nothing, it's been hard, it's a da-da-da-da, oh, man, tell me about that. Such a great way to, like, you, like, once you ask a question, you can just say, like, oh, tell me more about that. And if you want to get into feeling stuff, you can ask them, oh, how did that make you feel? 
And then you can validate them like, oh man, yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't want to, I won't want to go through that. Validation is a beautiful, beautiful key when trying to build connection with people. Um, so level two questions um, takes you a little bit deeper. And this is according to science. They do the research on this. And then, again, the website Science of People. You're not going to find these questions on that website because it was special. She shared this special for the people at that summit. But she has a ton of other resources. And these some of this stuff might be alluded to in the books that she wrote. Um, but this level two questions are, what's your biggest goal right now? Are you learning anything right now? I love that. I love to ask people that question. Um, even like a lesson, like maybe you're not learning a skill or something, but, oh, I learned recently that I get pretty defensive in uh, these kind of ways, right? Like people are learning things about themselves. They're, we're always learning. Um, next question is like, what book, TV, movie character is most like you? That's a fun question. Um, what's weighing on your heart or mind and can I help you with anything? I think that's a great part two to that question. Um, and then what's your story? That's a great question. So tell me your story. You mean a new person? Tell me your story. Now the science she shared that not everybody loves that question. Extroverts love that question, but introverts typically do not love that question. So if you get someone who's resistant to that question, they might be an introvert. <laughs> um, okay. And then the level three questions are, how do you feel most misunderstood? I love that question. You can learn a lot about a person asking that, that question. Tell me about how you feel most misunderstood. Or um, when I meet leaders, I'll ask them, What's, what is a topic or a question that you don't ever get asked that you wish somebody would ask you? Like, that's such a great question to ask someone who is maybe always, like, who is specialized in something, um, and then they never get asked about other things. You know, like, they, my friend Rebecca, she's specialized in human trafficking, but there's so much more to her that she could talk about. She's, she knows so many other things. Um, yeah, so things like that. People who don't get asked about the other things. Ask about that stuff. And then... um the next question is, uh, what's something most people don't know about you? Next one is, what forces shared your personality? Wait, what forces shaped? It's shaped. I mistyped it. What forces shaped your personality and made you who you are today? That's a great question. Who's your hero? And then what's the proudest moment of your life? That's something that is so good. I just love that. What's the proudest moment of your life? I think I want to end on that. I want you to think about today. What's the proudest moment of your life? And I want it to be connected to you, not just something you did, right? Not just something like based on your performance. What is something that you're proud of for yourself? Not birthing children right? It has something to do with you. A moment you pushed through on something and you got to the other side when you didn't think you could. A moment that you swallowed your pride and learned something new about yourself and about your friend or your spouse 
or your kid. A moment that you chose something different than you normally would just to see how life could expand for you. I want you to journal about that. Think about it. Have your process. Whatever questions, if these are questions that are stirring something up for you, take time to journal about those and figure them out for yourself. Typically, you'll be a better better conversationalist at questions when you're asking yourself good questions too. As I have, I can give to you. So the work I've done with me, I can do really well with you. It's not just about knowledge and what I know, but it's about the work and the experience that I put in behind it. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a little impromptu because my last episode failed to record. (laughs) All right. You guys have a beautiful day. Bye. Hey, I wanted to let you guys all know that uh, sessions are open with me. So my books are open. If you've been wanting to book sessions with me, you can do that at MelanieHugger.com. Also, while you're there, you can sign up for my email so that you're notified when the book that I've been writing with my daughter is complete and launched. We have some fun things planned for that, book clubs and other things. So if you want to be in the know about that, sign up for that email list. And for the sessions, if you're wondering if we're even a fit and how that would work, we can book a discovery call. It's just a 10-minute call. You can check that out at melaniehugger.com as well. Thanks for listening. <laughs>